Hey there, I'm so excited that you're here today. This is Vision Eternity Ministries, and my name is Lee Klein. We've been talking about getting ready for Jesus. I have the privilege of helping you be sure that you're ready to stand before that groom, our groom, to be that bride without spot or wrinkle. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you. We adore you. You're so good to us. We thank you that you are preparing us, telling us things to come so that we're not living in the dark, but that we know what is going to happen and that we know that you are our groom and we are the bride. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. Maybe you didn't know that you were to be the bride of Christ. And so we talked about that yesterday, and we are to prepare ourselves. Revelation 19.7 tells us that we are the bride of Christ. Let us rejoice and shout for joy, exulting and triumph. Let us celebrate and ascribe to him glory and honor for the marriage of the Lamb has come. His bride has prepared herself. So we, herself. So we talked about when you say that prayer, you're saying, I'm engaged to you, Jesus. I commit to you. I commit to be your bride. Revelation 14, 3. And they sang a new song before the throne of God and before the four living creatures, before the elders. No one could learn to sing the song except for the 144,000 who had been ransomed, purchased, redeemed from the earth. They are the, those who have not defiled themselves by relations with women, for they are pure as virgins. They are those who follow the Lamb wherever he goes. They are those who have been ransomed, purchased, redeemed among men as the first fruits of God and the Lamb. No lie has been found upon their lips, for they are blameless, spotless, untainted, without blemish before the throne of God. And that's what happens when we follow the Lamb wherever he goes. He recreates us, and we become that beautiful bride that has prepared herself. And so preparing for, we talked about preparing for the wedding day, our wedding day um, in the natural. We're so concerned about our beauty, how we look to our husband when we stand before him, when we're coming up that aisle. And so when we're coming up the aisle to meet Jesus, he's not concerned with our outer beauty. Well, he is, but not as much as our inner beauty. Of course, he wants us to represent him, to be that modest and pure bride. He is looking at our insight, our character, how we were recreated, how we let him recreate us in our light, in his likeness, to to be like him, to be untainted, to be pure. And when we let him correct us, Revelation 3.19, He said he dearly and tenderly loves those who he corrects. And so when you're willing to submit to him, when you're willing to let him correct you, you are going to be that bride without spot or wrinkle. He's going to transform us into his likeness. And so when we're standing before him that day, in the natural you want your your, your husband to be, your groom to think she's the most beautiful bride I've ever seen. And you want him to think that. And But what about your inner beauty? Does it match your outer beauty? Or do you have to have things your way? Is it about you? Will he find that out after he marries you? 
Jesus, he is looking at your inner beauty right away. He's going to know you because you let him recreate you in his likeness. You let him correct you. You had time together. He showed you right from wrong. He showed you beauty and purity. And you said, okay, Jesus. And so you're going to know each other. Your eyes are going to meet. And you're going to see the beauty in him. In him, the beauty in you. And that's the way you want it to be. And, and so your, your quest is to follow the lamb wherever he goes. Submit to him. Decide you're going to do whatever he tells you to do. When you say that prayer, it should be a prayer. I commit to you, Jesus. I realize we're engaged. And I want to walk down that aisle, and, and I want to look beautiful to you. I want you to say, yeah, she did whatever I told her to do. She cared about what I care about. She listened to me. She knows my favorite color. She gave me her time and attention. She cared about others. She loved, as I told her, to love. You want him to see and approve of who you are on the inside. You, you want him to see you as he recreated you to be. You want him to be pleased with the time that he spent with you to recreate you in his likeness, that you portray who he is, his happiness, his peace, his joy. His likeness should radiate in you as you walk down that aisle and your eyes meet. And you're excited that he's excited of who he created you to be, how you turned out. And, you know, along that way, you make that decision to submit to Jesus and say, okay, we're going to become engaged. And I'm going to do what you say, for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, till death do us part. It gets a little rough along the way sometimes because we're in the natural, self-willed. And so we have to give up our will and say, I'm going to do it your way. I want to live in your kingdom. I want to be set free of the evil that dwells on the earth. I want my life to be of happiness. Jesus said, if you do all I tell you to do, my joy will be complete in you. When we're unhappy, it's because we're selfish. It's about us. And he wants to teach us his way to recreate us, to live in his kingdom. So we just, we, we just fit right in to his kingdom, so we can learn that new song because we follow the lamb wherever he goes. So the foundation of preparing yourself as that bride is to submit to him, to honor him, to care about what he cares about, to say, no, I can't do that because Jesus doesn't want me to. I'm honoring him. I care about what he thinks. I'm submitting to him. If he tells me not to do that, I'm not going to do that. If the word of God tells me not to gossip or to forgive, and it, it tells you both, I'm just going to do that no matter how I feel. You know, so much of the time we get wrapped up in how we feel and we think we have an excuse not to follow the Lamb. But didn't Jesus lay down his life? Didn't he give his life for you? Did you deserve it? 
even though that person you may not think needs to be, um, deserves to be forgiven, it's God's will that we love unconditionally. You forgive anyway, no matter what you think. And God, he knows everything. He knows why that person did what that person did. He knows the, the love that person needs. And he's calling you to, to, wit, to be his witness, to live in his likeness, to take over where he left off when he left here, to be like him, to do what he would do, to say what he would say. He said to his father, only do, or to the disciples, I only do and say to the Father, I'm only going to do and say what you tell me to do. Can you say that to him? I'm only going to do and say what you tell me to do. I know it's going to be hard, but I'm making the decision to follow the Lamb wherever he goes. I'm making a decision to do what you tell me to do, and I thank you and praise you that you're going to help me because he said we can't do anything without him. He's going to help you to do what you can't do without him. So, so often um, we honor ourselves. And Jesus is saying, in order to start getting ready, you have to honor me. We have to honor him. We have to put him first. We have to respect him. It, it, so often um, when I worked in certain places, there are some people that did exactly what they were told to do. And then there were some people that compromised. And this is like that. You have to do exactly what you were told to do. Don't compromise. Don't think it's okay to hold a grudge, to gossip, to lie. It's not okay. And when you submit to God and you follow him wherever he goes, you're going to be ransomed from the earth. So if he's important to you, if you want to commit to him, then I challenge you today. Revelation 3.20, he said he's knocking at the door of your heart. He's telling you things to come. He's saying, if you heed my voice, I'm going to come and live on the inside of you. You won't see him. You can't see him with your physical eyes unless he shows you. But you know him, and he knows you. You can hear him, and he can hear you. You can exchange, you can exchange conversation just with your thoughts. Just as when you walk down that aisle, he's going to welcome you. You're going to know, and he knows, because you submitted to him. Even though it might have been hard, you submitted to him. Even though it didn't always feel good, for better or for worse. You know, uh, uh, almost a year ago, he said this is a time of testing. The hour of Jesus has come. It's a great time of testing. He said that he was frustrated because we're not getting ready. We're not preparing ourselves to stand before the groom. So I said that to say during this time, I feel like I had been tested. He told me to do things that didn't make any sense. But I realized I was being tested. Will you do it? Will you honor me? Will you do what I'm telling you to do, even though everybody else is expecting you to do that? Will you just do what I'm telling you to do? Sometimes at a stop sign, I hear him say, go right. Don't go straight. So I go right. Will you do what he's telling you to do? Will you follow the lamb wherever he goes? Do you want to be ransomed out of the earth? Will you trust him? 
He laid down his life for you. I think you can trust him. Can he trust you? That's the testing. That's what the testing is about. Can he trust you? Are you going to prepare yourself to stand before him that day? Are you going to prepare for the wedding? If you are, then he's willing. He's willing to help you to get to that place where you were, like we read in Revelation. They have not defiled themselves. No lie has found on their lips because he's going to purify you because you were willing to let him. I just um, came across something I, I wrote down because it intrigued me. Song of Solomon 4 7. You are altogether beautiful, my darling, and there is no flaw. I want him to be thinking that of you as you walk up the aisle because of what he did in you. I want to be beautiful when I walk up that aisle. I want him to be thinking. She did everything I told her to do. She represented me. She pleased me. She had faith in me. That's the inner beauty that you want Jesus to see and that you have to prepare for. And this is just the first step. This is your foundation to follow the Lamb wherever he goes. Submit to him. Decide you're going to do what he said. Say that prayer with me. Revelation 3.20. He's already knocking at your door, the door of your heart. And if you will heed his voice, he's going to come and live on the inside of you. And he's going to prepare you. He's going to teach you. He's going to correct you. He dearly and tenderly loves those who he corrects. So we should get excited to be corrected. And as he corrects you, you're going to start to know him more and more. He's going to share himself with you. He's going to manifest himself to you. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you and praise you so much for who you are, that you care, that you're telling us things to come. I thank you and praise you, Lord, that you're preparing us, that you're preparing us, those who will submit to you, that you're giving us revelation knowledge of what is happening right here and right now, and that we can be aware of the things to come. Thank you that you love us that much. Recreate us in your likeness. We submit to you today to be your bride without spot or wrinkle. And we know it's going to hurt a little sometimes, but we trust you. We praise you. Give you all the glory. Submit to him. Just submit to him. And just go through the pressure the enemy puts on for you not to submit to him. Just go ahead. Submit to him. Don't give in to the pressure. Just keep walking, and that pressure will cease. Because when you submit to God, you resist the enemy. He'll flee. Thank you so much for listening today, and God bless you.